the word in the world. You're listening to the Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is the Word in the World. Welcome back to the Word in the World podcast. Are we bringing What's up, topics? Everybody? Oh, no. We got that are quick. We, are we bringing <laughs> topics still? No, we're not. Nah. We're not bringing it. What are we doing? Talking truth. <laughs> we, we bringing, uh, we just bringing. <laughs> yeah, we just bring whatever. It's good to be back, though. It's good to be back. Great to be back. Awesome to be back. How y'all doing, man? It's been a, it's been a long time. It's been like, what, since July we last... July, yeah. yeah. It's been a minute. Yeah. yeah. That is that is crazy. Yeah. What y'all That's, been up to, man? I mean, we can't fake and act like we never talked to each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. How how have you guys been? <laughs> man. Hey, since the last show. You were, you were. We talked. Well, Jason said July, so I'm trying to like <laughs> act like all right. Take two. I don't know. I've been good. I mean, uh I feel like we've talked like what, maybe every other day at least since yeah. that time. Something communication like been strong. Yeah, we've been talking about communication. Oh yeah. yeah, we even had an outing. We had a we had a yeah. team a team yeah. outing With got pizza. together. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you need to bring me <laughs> bring me out to the to the world. Yeah, Italian. Yeah, yeah it's, it's I, I think I think when I think about why <clears throat> we uh, took a hiatus is like obviously the 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 pandemic you know threw a curveball at everybody in the world. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think um, I think having Julia, having you come aboard, um, even though you were on since maybe what December or something Gosh. like that, yeah, yeah like November. Than that. I want to yeah. say it was November. Yeah, November. yeah. So it's been a year, been but we didn't bit, get yeah. like rolling, rolling, you know. And then uh, um, Marcus got you know this super duper cool. I don't even know what you call it—a position or. Uh, yeah, just had a chance to be a yeah part of a like a startup tech company basically. Yeah, yeah. That's what's so, up. so he's an executive at a tech company. So like you know, and I think now um, everybody's kind of like ready to. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think like it wasn't that we couldn't record. I guess I'm trying to say it's just like we just needed to be like, all right, let's just do it at our own pace type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gave us yeah. an opportunity to revamp some things too, yeah. you know, because like, man, like we had, uh, we we included, you know, like Julie on the show and like, she's like an incredible resource, you know, of like information, theological, like uh, just like information, you know what I'm saying? And so we wanted to make sure that like we did that right too, mm-hmm. you know, so we didn't want to, hey, hey, just join us as we do our thing, you know what I'm saying? Because it was, right. it was supposed to be more than that, you know? Yeah. And so we wanted to make sure like, Hey, the artwork got like redone. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all y'all probably seen the artwork now. You know, you see Julia right, yeah, right where she yeah. know where she should be. You know what I'm saying? Like one of us. You know what I'm saying? So we trying to make sure let the women in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Here we go. Hey, yeah, Mark, Marcus said that he said up? one of us. <laughs> he did. He did. Sexism, boy. Wow. Oh man. But yeah, <laughs> obviously <laughs> not 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 much has changed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we it's did. been cool though. Y'all been, y'all had a gave me a, a warm, mm-hmm. warm welcome. Yes, yes. So that's what's no, up. I, Julia, you've been good with everything though. You're enjoying your 
Join my stay. career so far. <laughs> <laughs> career makes it sound like it's bigger than it is, but I, I have been. I have. I appreciate the welcome. Um, we were talking offline uh, not long ago where we were. I was saying that I never really thought I would like podcasting. I've, I've never done it before, but now that it's here, like I'm definitely enjoying it. It's been good stuff. Nice. And I've been learning a lot of cool stuff as well. So yeah, she's become our audio engineer. Oh like, gosh! Uh, if you if you listen to the last few episodes of like. <laughs> <laughs> when we were recording <laughs> like it's pretty uh the audio quality is really horrific so mm-hmm. you know so we apologize for that you know at the time hey, at the time we just didn't know any better <laughs> and so <laughs> julia julia came with all kinds of ways for us to do things better and that's why you are enjoying the sounds of hopefully our voices mm-hmm. and quality this high quality right now so wow. <laughs> yeah so thank you julia already so you're everything. passing off the duties here on tape so yeah she'll be doing all of our editing say no <laughs> <laughs> y'all are funny nah. funny and while we're giving out thanks thank you to the listeners thank you to you guys for listening even though we weren't uh releasing new episodes for yeah. a few months yeah. i mean people were still listening so that is uh more encouraging than you guys know like we were able to check our stats and i was i was blown away at the number of people that were still checking out the podcast and then also the number of people that reached out to us yeah you know what i'm saying asking hey where the podcast go are you guys going to record again yeah. soon like come on where's it at yeah so, like so that definitely that was awesome you know because yeah. a lot of times i know my experience i think it's a general christian experience especially when you're when god has kind of put it on your heart to um preach or teach the word however you want to look at it is you know sometimes you feel like um like what what good is it if you're not uh mm. seeing like these radical you know things happen or radical conversions and people getting saved and stuff like that um but you know that's really not that is not how um the kingdom works in reality like these these things are seeds and they mm. grow over time um so you know sometimes it it, i guess i'm just saying that to say like you know hearing people say like hey i've been listening like people have hit me up about the podcast who i had no idea listen yeah they've been like hey what's going on with the podcast and i'm like oh shoot you know so yeah yeah. you know it's just a testimony that it ain't us it's it's god doing all all the work and stuff like that absolutely yeah agreed so what are we talking about today man marcus was about to go into some deep very, very deep waters. Oh right? Lord! Ah, ah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> no warm up. Put no me on the spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's my turn. Yeah. So during quarantine, I was trying to just like stay in the word as much as possible, especially since like the dynamic of like church has has changed so much. You know, we we not really. There was periods of time where we couldn't go to church at all. You know what I'm saying? Now we're still seeing like capacity limits and stuff like that, but. You know, you want to stay like spiritually grounded as much as possible. And so I've been trying to just pick up my word um, because I started seeing that I was slipping, you know, as far as like getting my word and stuff like that and starting to feel, you know, like uh, like I just needed more. And so this has been happening for like the past like month or so where I would be like, all right, God, I, I'm, I want to get into your word. Show me where to go. And I just kept getting pointed to like Ephesians chapter two. And so like in Ephesians chapter two, there's you know like the first 10 verses where it talks about how like we are dead in our transgressions and sins and i'm gonna read a little bit of it real quick so you can kind of hear it but like it says you know starting verse one it's like as for you you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you follow the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air the spirit 
who is now at work in those who are disobedient. And this is the NIV version. And then verse three says, all of us lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace that you have been saved. And so that's only the first five verses. It's, it's five more, but, you know, for the sake of time or whatever, I don't want to, you know, I go read all of it. But I just keep getting brought back to that because I feel like, you know, for a few reasons. The first reason is I feel like it, it holds like the entirety of like the gospel, you know, like right there in like the five verses. Wow. You know? But then at the same time, you know, I, I realized, man, like, oh, I just had the question of like, what does it mean to be like dead? Because mm. you know, we ain't talking about like physical death. We're talking about spiritual death, obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like to be spiritually dead, you know, is like, you know, I mean, the concept of being dead just in and of itself is like this state of being like non-responsive, right? Like if you saw somebody completely still, not breathing, moving, responding to anything, that's when we say, oh yeah, that person's, that person must be dead. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And so it's like, here we are, you know, in Ephesians chapter two, and Paul is basically talking about how in our spiritually dead state, like we are non-responsive to the things of God. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like God could be like all around us and we wouldn't even wouldn't even pick up on it, on his hints and his, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like any of that. And then it's relating that to our transgressions and sins against him. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. I just, I just keep, uh, you know, just keep getting pulled back into it. And just, just thinking about like, uh, like how, man, like we, you know, are, are so fortunate to know about or, or to have been drawn. Cause the Bible says that we've been drawn to Christ. Right. And then our relationship with Christ is what gives us this, this uh, access, you know, back to God and everything, right? But it's like, like man, like it's, it's I don't know. I just, I guess I'm, I'm kind of blown away at the fact that, you know, it's like two realities at the same time that somebody can be in. The first reality, you know, just like having no, like like not being able to to pick up God at all, and then you know God deciding, oh yeah, no, this one I'll allow him to. I allow him to have a relationship with me. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then like you being like selected and saying, okay, yeah, you'll have a relationship with me and, and I will make you alive through Christ. And now you can respond to me. You can, you know what I'm saying? Like, like my, what I can stimulate you. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With my Bring word. Bring back from the dead. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, here you go. Life again. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But spiritual life. You know what I mean? Like, cause it's all we'll be talking about is like spiritual things. Yeah, you know, so it's like it's, it's incredible. So it's like you can have a conversation with somebody who is still dead in sins and transgressions, and they not have a clue what you're talking about. They can't, they can't relate to your experiences. They can't, they can, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't even know what you're talking. They have no idea what what, what, they, what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. They can't relate at all, and it's it's because they are spiritually dead. Mm -hmm. You know, for just a few reasons, man. I'm just blown away by what this is saying. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of um, the verse. It's, it reminds me of a lot. Um, but um, the whole idea of, you know, God freeing us and giving us freedom, um, yeah. whereas we were once slaves um, to sin and disobedience. And Romans, actually, 6, and in verse 16, Paul says, don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, mm. you are slaves of the one you obey, 
whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death. And that kind of corresponds with what you're what you're talking about. And then he says, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. Um, And then he says, thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that is now claim your allegiance. Mm-hmm. Um, you wow. have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. So not only, you know, are you in in sin and transgression and spiritually dead, but you're also bound to it. You're a slave to it. And the only person that can free you is Christ. And, you know, it's it's no amount of like human effort that can be involved in that. It's a, it's a crazy, crazy uh, predicament. Yeah. That yeah. metaphor is sticking out to me. The, you were dead in your trespasses and then God makes you alive, basically. I think it's verse three or four. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Being rich in mercy because of the great love. Even when we were dead, he made us alive. Like that picture is just, that makes salvation like literally a miracle. Sometimes yeah. I don't know if we really see that or feel that. I mean, there's not many of us maybe in churches physically now, but it just makes me wonder, do we miss some of that, you know, kind of awe and wonder because it's not like, you know, a glory cloud comes and like descends on the church or you don't see it. You know, you know what I mean? Like you don't yeah. see always anything that we kind of miss. That's actually what ha- what is happening if we confess our faith in God that like it's literally from death to life. Just yeah. as crazy as it would be to watch someone or to witness someone literally get up from, you know, right. the table, wherever they put the, you know, with corpses for the table. Like it would be yeah. like that, them getting mm-hmm. up. That's how miraculous this is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's you know what cra- I mean? I don't know. It's, it's so that crazy. picture is sticking with me. Yeah. 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 And, and then cra- like, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I guess I keep dwelling here, right? Because it's, it's so rich, right? It's like, it's such a rich, like, block of scripture, right? Like, it like it says... <laughs> it's ridiculous. It says <laughs> that, you know, like, you used to live in these... Because I'm just thinking about what you were saying, Jason. You know what I'm saying? Like, like how we were slaves to the sin and the transgressions. Mm-hmm. And so it says, you know, verse 2, you used to live this way when you followed the ways of this world. And then it says, and the ways of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, hold up, man. Like, who is this kingdom? <laughs> I mean, what is this kingdom? Right. Who is the ruler of it? And it says that this spirit is, you know, it's the one that is at work in those who are disobedient. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like we like, we like, imagine like it, we're in our dead state and we just sitting there thinking like, like, man, now this is just how I am, brother. Yep, you know what yep. I'm saying? Like these just, you know, this this is what we do. This is what we yep. do out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't you don't know. Cause I, I heard I heard uh, you know, like somebody say like recently, man, like, oh, that's just the way the world works. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And, and I, I thought about it. I was like, ah, the, you know, that ain't just the world. Like the world doesn't have just like some default, you know, operation mm-hmm. <laughs> that it has, you know what I'm saying? But there's actually a spirit behind it. The ruler of the kingdom of the air is that spirit. You know what I'm saying? But behind the world, and I hate to even keep saying like the ruler of the kingdom of the air, because I know the listeners probably like, uh, what is the ruler of the kingdom right. of the what air? what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. you know, and I, I might lean on my, the- you know, my, my resident theologian, you know what I'm saying, to, to expand upon this a little bit. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to be wrong, but that spirit, you know, that, that, that this scripture is referring to is Satan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It says that Satan is the root. Like, that's another thing that like shocks people when you tell them, man, like the Bible 
the buck because people always like, well, why is why is uh why is God allowing this to happen? And why, you know, like well, such catastrophe and such, you know, uh such horrible things. But like the Bible is, is the one that tells you like Satan is the ruler of this world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. he's the God of this world for this time. And there's a lot that has to be unpacked in order for somebody to really, you know, understand what, you know, why it would say something like that. Yeah. You know? But it's like, you know, just getting back to what we're talking about, that's the spirit that is at work in those who are disobedient. It's the spirit of Satan, who is mm-hmm. who is the ruler, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, and then it then it goes into verse three, and it's like, you know, all of us were there at one point in time. Yeah. You know, and we gratified the cravings of our flesh, right? And f- we follow its desires and thoughts. You know what I'm saying? And so what you see is like this, this like, and I know I'm going, I'm going for a long time, but like <laughs> my bad. No, this is but good. it's no, Go but it's like the ruler, right? Satan is literally feeding us because it says it right here like the desires and thoughts he's he's feeding us the desires and thoughts right that are disobedient and are deserving of god's wrath Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying so he's like set on like pitting us against god yeah and and we enjoy it too that's that's part of it that's part of our fallen nature is like we actually we don't think anything is wrong most of the time when we're doing, um, I guess you want to call it fleshly things, or when we're when we're operating in that way, in the way that the world would approve of. Right. Um, we it think is. it's it's okay, and we're like, oh no, this is just the way life is, and we enjoy it. Um, and it reminds me of that verse in Second Corinthians four, going back to Satan being the god of this world. Um, Paul says, even if our gospel is veiled, um. He says it's veiled, meaning, I guess he's talking about preaching in the prior verses and, and people, um, us preaching the, the truth and, um, you know, basically like testifying to everybody's conscience. Yeah. Uh, he's basically saying like, if, if, even if people can't get it, he said it's veiled to those who are perishing in whose case the God of this world has blinded their minds mm. of the unbelieving so that they will not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Yeah. And it's like, I think we can all kind of like, I guess, testify to that, that, yeah, at one point, you know, it was kind of, you kind of just thought everything was supposed to be the way that it is. Mm-hmm. Your behaviors, I mean, God did give us a conscience. So you do, we do understand moral law. Every single human being does, but like, you know, you didn't really, you kind of made it up as you went along, you know, and, and if you wanted to do something bad, you kind of, you just did it. And yeah. it was like, okay, yeah. whatever. And we could find um, ways to justify it too. Yeah, even now you know it's crazy. Right. But yeah, you know, like uh, there's this this point where that that blinding um, that Satan has us under. You know, mm-hmm. God God can and does you know reveal to him who Christ is and what God's will for humanity actually is, and then everything else makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, we we don't have we have a conscious. And it is there for a specific purpose. And we choose not to, um, like, it's so weird. Like, we have a law in us to do right and wrong, but we we are at conflict with it constantly, you know? And you choose, like, we know what the right thing is to do, even Christian or non-Christian. Like, you know when you're supposed to do something right, but we choose not to do it. 
I'm, I'm not gonna go off on that tangent. Yeah. Anyway, that's actually a. I was actually about to pick up. What we holding back for? Come on. Right. I know. Let's go. Coming back to the to the stage. No, I'm just <laughs> um, but what I was thinking of was when you. I think you're onto something when you mentioned the conscience. I think all these things are connected. Being dead in sin, uh, the Lord, you know, raising us up essentially through Jesus, that we now have new life in Him to become slaves to uh, to God and to Christ instead of slaves to sin and i don't know if we even think about this but that basically wow. means as well that we're going to be enslaved to someone yeah it's yeah. a matter of is god going to save us and are we going to respond to that so we, we'd rather be his um i don't i don't know if i want to use the word master kind of idea but his rulership or sovereignty whatever you want to call it is much much higher than the lower one so that's kind of yeah what's mm. crossing my mind and then the conscience i want to connect that is that sometimes i feel like I know I forgot what scripture you're talking about. I don't know if it's in first or second Corinthians, Jason, um, about the conscience and how um, all mankind, like you said, does have a sense of right and wrong. But hmm. I do believe that our conscience can be perfected. So at least I've, I've experienced this. I don't know if y'all can relate where at one point in my Christian walk or even before Christ, I was at one point. Then when I, when he saved me, it's like, I'm at a, I moved to a new point. You see what I'm saying? But I'm still moving like things that I'm convicted of now as walking with God to this point is different than before I wasn't convicted and whatever you want to call it, like my conscience wasn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it didn't bother me. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. as I grow, as I remove sin, as I read more of my, more of my Bible and, yeah. you know, attend church and be in a community and all that, yeah. it changes. So I think we got to be open to that as well. Like, yes, at one point you're right. To some degree, we understand that, this is probably not right. But I will also mm -hmm. say that changes over time and also our ability to withstand changes as we walk to me a little bit with, I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. I thought it that does. was a good, that was a good point. Yeah. Like I, I think as we grow in Christ, your, your conviction should become stronger and stronger. And um, <laughs> the things that <laughs> once were like, you knew they were wrong. Like, let's take, let's take something like, I don't know, adultery. It's like, okay, you knew they were wrong, but, uh, you know, if your friend told you like, man, I'm about to go something, 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 and you knew he was cheating on his wife. I'm, I can speak from my own thoughts of how I would have maybe taken that. I would have been like, man, that's messed up. I don't, I don't think that's right to do, but I wouldn't have been like appalled. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't have been, um, as like, informed about how god views that obviously yeah. and how how it uh just how he frowns upon it and how it could like harm my friend you know mm -hmm. and it's like uh it's a very it's it's i don't know if christian burden is the right way to put it but it can be very very burdensome to like that's, that's the right yeah. way to put it yeah <laughs> right. it's like because you want to scream at people and yourself yeah. when you're in sin like yo what are you doing don't you see yeah that this is like not the way it's supposed to be but um man it's that it's that battle that we're in it's, it's what yeah. you're talking about marcus yeah. like there are, there's a, a spiritual war wow 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 spiritual war man <laughs> you know i had a I thought get there <laughs> yeah yeah uh, my man trying to get to some warfare <laughs> nah. A, nah but uh nah what i was thinking about i think we should touch on that too you know what i'm saying but um but what I was thinking about initially as you were talking 
it's like, yeah, like, okay, yeah, those convictions get stronger. You know what I'm saying? Those thoughts change. And it makes me, it just makes me think too, man, like, mm-hmm. like how we can overlook the simplicity of the gospel sometimes. It's like, here it is, you know, uh, Jesus telling us that we're going to receive a Holy Spirit. Yeah. Oh, you know? so now you have a Holy Spirit, right? And like, we can, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, including myself, of course, but like overlook the fact that that spirit is there to make you holy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? To to drive you towards holiness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So of course those convictions, you know, get stronger because, you know, and then and then there's a, there's another element to it too, right? It's like it's not holiness overnight. You know what I'm saying? You're born right. You're born of the spirit. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like it doesn't say, yeah, like you've been made an adult in the spirit. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like, no, nah, hold up, hold up. <laughs> you're born of the spirit. You're born, you know what I'm saying? Of God, right? So it's like, all right, now you're a babe and you gotta go through those same those same, you know, like uh, processes and stuff, or right? you gotta, you gotta grow up and mature, you know what I'm saying? In, in holiness and righteousness and stuff like that, man. But it, you know, it's like, it just becomes, it becomes more and more refined over time throughout your walk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's easy, like just going into the spiritual warfare part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like that first, you know, when you, <laughs> that first, I feel like I feel like when we uh when we just get saved, man, like everybody kind of goes through that battle, you know, in the beginning of like like that that real fight. You experience it throughout your walk too, but like in the beginning, I feel like it's more intense, but like that real fight between like the flesh and the spirit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, um like the yeah. Galatians, it's like Galatians chapter five, verse 17 talks about it. You know what I'm saying? It's like the flesh you know, wars against the spirit and the spirit wars against the flesh, you know, so that you won't do the things that you ought to do. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like in the beginning, you you kind of feel that a lot more, you know, but then as you start to submit to like the Holy Spirit, you know, um, and just being guided and walking in the spirit, like like it's a lot, it's a lot less of a, of a fight. You know what I'm saying? Um, you're not experiencing it as intensely as you do in the very beginning. Because you know what I'm saying? Because like that flesh doesn't have the same power over you anymore. You're not you're not submitting to it as 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 often as you used to, as easily as you used to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but but it's because God God literally sent you that you know that holy. And then you think about it too. It's like how how is that happening, right? Because you mentioned it. Um, like now you know what God thinks of what you're doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know how how it talks about the spirit. And it was like you know like his thoughts are higher than your thoughts. His ways are higher than your ways, you know, and, and like the spirit itself knows the very thoughts of God. You know what I'm saying? And now, now you have this spirit ministering to your spirit, right? About like how you should, you should behave. It's reminding you of the things of Christ, right? So, you know, okay, my behavior should be different. My, the way I'm approaching it should be different. You know what I'm saying? Like all yeah. those things are at play and at work. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah. whereas before you didn't, you know, all you had was just, <laughs> all you have was just Yourself. your your, reg- <laughs> your regular old worldly fleshly you know dead yeah. dead devil spirit mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> devil's playground <laughs> but is that you know we laughing man, oh, man. but is that real is it that is. real you know yeah. it's that real man because it's uh the i don't know if y'all ever read um mere christianity oh yes yes Lewis, yeah. yeah man it's and like stuff. It is. And it's like, it's one of those books. I mean, I think Christians and um, non-Christians should read it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because it's this part in the beginning where he's talking about, um, he's just talking about the idea that there is like a, uh, 
good and bad and that all of us kind of recognize it. And if we recognize that there's a good and a bad, then there must be somebody who created good and bad. And he just Mm -hmm. goes into that kind of rabbit hole. Um, But I guess what happens when you become um, a believer and God gives you the Holy Spirit, you are now, um, or you should be, and I I pray, you, you, yes, I'll just say you should now have, by reading your word and prayer, and and fellowship with other believers and just diving into who God is and what he wants you're now starting to understand like oh this is all the good stuff and there actually is like a a definite good mm-hmm. um and all the other stuff is is corruption um one of the points he made in the book is like he was like bad is just normal or he, he used the word normal, but basically saying bad is just good that's been like perverted or corrupted. Wow. And I like thought of it like a, a fruit, right? Like if you have an orange, at one point it's good and it's normal, but then as it starts to rot, it becomes bad. But it was, it's yeah. still, yeah. it was a normal, fr- you know what I mean? It's still the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just now that it's bad and it's become rotten. And th- he was just making a point of like, um, we all, we all want the same thing. It's like, but we go to different means to get it. So whether it's safety, health, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, we find ourselves sinning to get these things that God just wants to give us. And you learn stuff like this um, from fellowshipping with, with God, with the spirit, with other people. Like mm-hmm. if, when we, when you read, um, you know, the Psalms and he says, you know, I forget which one it is. Y'all probably know, but um, be patient, wait on the Lord. You know, when he, it's like a refrain. And it's like, that alone can stop you from sinning uh, or stop a multitude of, of sins that have been committed over time. Is if you just waited and didn't go about getting what you want your own way. Yeah, You just wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord and he, probably will give you give you what you wanted because it's likely that he put that desire in there because it's good at one point if i want shelter or if i want clothing that is a good you know that's a good desire to have but Mm -hmm. then if i take that thought and i and i now rot that good thought i'll go out and steal you know or i'll go out and i don't know burglarize someone's house or live squat somewhere illegally etc etc whatever you want to say but it's like if you just wait on the Lord, he'll he'll just he'll give you that because he knows what his children need. I don't even know why I started talking about that, but no, that's that's good. That's, yeah, good. that's good. I was um there's a couple things I was thinking about. Well, first is it depends on the on the desire. <laughs> okay, first off. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. depends on the I guess I don't know if I want to say level of corruption, but in a sense, like you were given the analogy of the fruit, I think it's good because it just reminded me of Adam and Eve. You actually just dropped a whole bunch of like dope theology. I don't even know if you realize that, but that's basically what happened wow. with us as a people. And I mean, people like just persons, any person, the first people, Adam and Eve, they were actually to the best of what we can even understand. They were perfect. Like there was no sin, like indwelt or inborn in them. They chose the wrong thing. They, they basically went against God. God had a list of things he wanted them to do. Actually, for the most part, I think it was pretty simple, but the, the main thing was to not touch the, the tree, to not eat of it. It was something re- related to that. Y'all know the specifics, but the point is they did that. And as a result, 
what was once good because remember in creation god said that everything was that he created was good that's true mm -hmm. adam and eve brought in i mean you could debate whether that was the serpent or whatever but whatever you want to call it they succumbed to that and that actually sets the trajectory of everyone that descends from them is basically more and more rotten mm -hmm. and corrupted like literally and there's nothing we can do about that mm -hmm. that's actually the the precursor to the gospel is that's part of why jesus had to come because there's now no good person like right. the, the corruption is so bad generation mm. after generation after generation someone's got to kind of redirect the um the course so that's also why jesus's life is so important and that he lived a perfect one and then he came to save us because no one the the corruption was going to keep going kind of like you said there's nothing that we can do yeah. about it and also we can't like fix it ourselves it's we need someone good to to do and, that and and the thing about it and people may say well why does that matter why does why does it matter if god made creation and then you know man uh you know did something wrong and now we're all bad like oh it may seem it, it, we're we're bad but it's not that bad you know we have our bright moments but if you think about this whole analogy with the fruit mm -hmm. well once a fruit goes bad what do you do with it you don't eat it you throw it out yeah. Right. And that's the right. same thing with us. There is a penalty for everything that we've done wrong. And, you know, like like Julia is saying, Julia, uh, Jesus is the one who has taken that penalty on and we don't get thrown out anymore with the bad fruit. Mm. We are now, for whatever reason, God thought it would be good to save some of us and basically renew us and make us good fruit again. Wow. That totally changes so many things. I was just thinking about God's wrath and how to some degree he gets a bad rap for like what seems like very terrible things. But if you think about it, would you call wrath throwing away old or moldy or whatever fruit? You wouldn't say, wow, you were really mean to that lemon. You'd be right. like, it, it deserves to be thrown out. <laughs> mm -hmm. Think about it. That's real. Yeah, that's a good Man, point. You it, just opened some. That was good. <laughs> it's not wrath, yeah. it's, it's justice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like just that, you know, going back to that Adam and Eve story too, it's like, like there was a reason that he put them outside, you know, of that, of that place, right? Yeah. Because things in that place were to be like eternal, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, you can hold on to the bad fruit forever, you mm -hmm. know, like, like you want to, you want to put it <laughs> where it's supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't, you don't keep it right. on the counter, like, yeah. <laughs> You know, people coming over your house weeks later, like, it's, <laughs> right. it's been rotten for a minute, you know, but I'm keeping it though. I'm holding right. on, you know, right. like, nah, you put it in the trash where it's supposed to go. And so it's like, he was putting, you know, like what was now corrupt outside of what was eternal. You know what I'm saying? Like he was giving it a finite space to be in. Yeah. Know? So mm -hmm. it's interesting, man. Super interesting. <laughs> that was good. Yo. I got, I got steal that. <laughs> oh man, that, that that book, it's like it's it's a it's a great book, man. I mean, I had a another thought too. I don't know if you're gonna you had something, Jason. Nah, I had um I thought about when you mentioned good and bad. I think that might be a worthy thread to talk about as well. Because mm -hmm. what is who decides what's good and bad? Right. Huh? Yeah. I think that's part of the the issue, not just with Christians versus non Christians, but even within the body of Christ, I've seen issues with that because everyone else is trying to decide as opposed to just letting God be the one. Mm -hmm. And, and I'll also say that's a, that's a hard pill to swallow to mm -hmm. some degree, because there are some things that God says just because for whatever reason, he just decides is this, displeases me. We kind of have to deal with it. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's something I've been thinking about too. Just kind of piggybacking off of what everybody's saying. Like, do we really like talk about that and understand that it's not about whether some whether we enjoy something or not. It's that he makes the rules. Yeah. So if he says, don't do X, Y, Z, like by definition, almost like functionally. But it's, it's something to that too, right? See what I mean? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, like, like, is there anything that we can point to that God said, do not do or something like that, that doesn't prevent, I mean, that doesn't, I guess, like, uh, I see where you're going. Yeah, it's like everything he is commanding leads to an ultimate good for us. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so I always think about it like this, right? I used to listen to Miles Monroe a lot. And he really gave this like dope analogy where he was talking about like uh, manufacturers and products, right? And so what he would say is like, uh, like if a manufacturer creates a product, he knows the ins and outs of that product. He knows how to create it. He knows how to maintain it. He knows how to, you know, uh, get the most longevity out of that product you know what i'm saying like imagine we're making a car or something mm-hmm. like that like there are people who have gotten you know six hundred thousand miles out of a car because they kept it according to what the owner's manual said and not the local mechanic you know what i'm saying so they right. they paid attention to, all right so the manufacturer said this this is exactly the rules i'm gonna follow mm-hmm. right so here we are like and he so here's his analogy is that we are man and god's the manufacturer mm-hmm. right and right. so it's like a lot of us are trying to operate the product without the owner's manual mm. you know what i'm saying yeah. we're trying to we we trying to figure it out we're going to the local mechanic aka our boys or you know what i'm saying just right. to, you know mom and dad and you know just books that we find but those other people are just products too yeah you know what i'm saying so we asking all the rest of the products hey how do we take care of ourselves what's best for us <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying right the and you got to trust them too yeah mm-hmm. yeah do so, they know how to here's i was thinking about do they know how to read it and also if we pick up the manual do we even really understand it? Right. <laughs> you and see what I'm we, saying? Because we, we can yeah, think. Read the whole manual. We never read the whole manual. Yeah. Or we, yeah, I yeah. think there's some and issues with do, mistranslation. With yeah. If you got a car and you somebody, <laughs> you know, and the manufacturer gave you the owner's manual, you tuck that joint in the glove box and you keep it rolling. You yeah. Because right? you assume, right. the first thing you do is you assume you know what's best. <laughs> yeah. Pride. Right. <laughs> And then, like, what what is what is what are, what is always in manuals too? Like, I love the manual uh, analogy because yeah, that's a good one. On on various levels, because it just shows you, like, when 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 we read the word and it says that man was made in God's image, mm-hmm. like this type of stuff, the fact that we create manuals to instruct you how to use something mm-hmm. is a it's like a, it's a God thing. Yeah, it's it a made in the image of God type of. Um, illustration i don't know what other words yeah you know what i mean like yeah we we do that because that is something god does and he has made us in his image yeah. but i was about whoa, to whoa, whoa. Like, just real quick yo because mm-hmm. i think I, don't, I hate to cut you off no i feel like like you're saying something that's so incredible right mm-hmm. now yo. like it, it has to be talked about a little bit but you're okay. saying like <laughs> like the way that we do things as humanity period like the pat like we're following patterns you know what i'm saying that speak to like like spiritual truths like the way you know what i'm saying like god mm-hmm. god is allowing us to create as humanity patterns that echo you know what i'm saying what it is that he's that he's doing mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like like that's that's profound right there it's like that's why we have so many analogies to explain spiritual things exactly because you know we're creating according to spiritual patterns that he yeah. set you right. know yeah. it's, it's, it's incredible my bad I, I no, mean, go ahead Julia. he's so far beyond god is so far beyond us i also think all the analogies are little minuscule like attempts yeah. to try to like 
how do you quantify yeah. like explain god yeah. it's kind of crazy yeah um and one other thing i was thinking about when you were talking about the uh the manual is that i've also kind of thought about what if it's almost like in a different language and that's part of why mm. we have to be like revived god has to make us alive so that we can mm. understand it because what if it's i think of some of the stuff i don't know how y'all feel about it but some of the stuff i read even with the spirit of god with me i'm still like lord help me i don't yeah, all the time <laughs> right yeah. what is yeah. Constantly. so it makes me wonder about that too like the spirit really we really do need not just jesus so that our sins are cleansed but mm. also and not just the how Bible. to even read it the manual in the way that it's supposed to be because yeah. i don't know if you ever tried to build something and you built it wrong because and you read the manual it's yeah. possible to read the manual and still mess up the car mm -hmm. yeah so yeah, you gotta you gotta and then when you don't understand something you have to ask somebody to explain it to you right mm -hmm. so right. you see like in, in james like i think it's chapter one right but he's like hey if any man needs wisdom he can ask god and god will give it without fault you know what i'm saying so it's yeah. like here's god like hey i'm ready to explain it to you i'm yeah. ready to help you figure it out I, I'll, I'll translate i'll mm -hmm. help you i'll send you my spirit my spirit will break it down for you you know what yeah. i mean just in case you don't understand yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's like like god is is but you also see like this thing where it's like he's set up this system of like dependence hmm. you know what yep. I'm saying? where it's like yeah i know you don't get it on your own but i'm gonna set it up such that you have to reach out to me you have mm -hmm. to ask me to help you you know what i'm saying like you can have that book yeah that book is millions and millions of copies <laughs> you know what i'm saying but who will help you yeah it's <laughs> not it's not the book it's not that. the physical <laughs> physical book that is doing it yeah yeah and so far beyond this yeah it's it's incredible man you know but well yeah he's he set it up such that like you will not understand what's in that book without his spirit mm -hmm. i think know? that has to do with our nature too though we're mm. rotten to the core well like well, pun intended would, how can would, we understand would, something divine it's I would, divine i would challenge that though sure, i don't think because i think there are people all over the world who would say like oh i understand what's in the bible but do they believe it and do they want to be obedient to it? I think that's the, that is the, um, that is what is revealed in the Bible in terms of like those who are gods and those who aren't, those yeah. who, you know, have, have been given the spirit because, you know, I could explain the Bible to you. Like I've explained the Bible to people before and they'd be like, oh, okay, I could see that, but uh, yeah, okay. Right. That's, that's what you believe, dude. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You know? And it's like, I'm not saying that it makes sense, but you know, some people are like, oh, okay. But maybe what you're saying is like fully understanding, comprehending, and like taking it in, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let got me got you, got you, got you, got you. Let me piggyback yeah, yeah, on the yeah, analogy. That might actually help. I didn't I didn't give the full. I kind of had it in my mind and then maybe I should explain it. The mechanic thing I think is perfect. Like the mechanic and then the manual for whatever is going on with the car. <laughs> that is, that you see what I'm saying? That implies something's yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So you can you see what I'm saying? I can somebody yeah, can pick yeah. up the manual and be like, oh yeah, I get it. But mm -hmm. then if you're like, well, you should apply that knowledge to the car because it's broke. Yeah. And yeah, their response is, my thing. car's not broken. You don't understand. Yeah. Like, maybe <laughs> yeah. that's the wrong word, but like you're supposed to use take that information and apply it to the brokenness. Yeah. But if you don't, to some degree, you kind of you see, I guess so. Maybe y'all have a better word than what I'm. No, what I was trying it. to say, but that's the that was my idea. And in, in the context of the cards broken, who's gonna apply <laughs> the information, the manual correctly to mm -hmm. fix it and then stick with the car until it's fixed? 
because yeah. y'all probably have that experience as well too like you take a wow. car to a mechanic they think they fixed it they and they charge you a lot mm -hmm. of money yeah, and you take yeah, the car yeah. home and still broke yep going through that right now oh wow <laughs> it's wow. not broke but i got a sensor light on i'm like dude <laughs> see <laughs> but like levels, levels to understanding yeah and even with the manuals like there are warnings in it yeah. there's like huge sections of warnings in most manuals like do not do this do not operate this way do not mm -hmm. store in this degree and you know yeah and we see the same thing even if even if you don't uh i'll just say like you learn that quickly even if you don't have a bible like god has put that on all of our conscience like mm -hmm. you you touch something hot you'll get burned like yeah. he, he he is telling you like there's a way and there's a bad way oh man I don't know what I don't know what else to say. This is good stuff. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Uh, how long have we been going? I was just thinking that we've been out here a minute. Unfortunately, there is no time stamp for when we started, but I want to say it was a little bit after two. Okay. Sounds so, about right. Almost an hour. Yeah. This does make me think too, right? Like, like this is going to be uh, an episode that hits like right as the new year. Is coming in, mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, here's here's like, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like, if you, hey, happy, get new the, happy New Year, <laughs> possibly Happy New You. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's a great message to you know really really kick the year off right, man. You know, a good chance to like evaluate ourselves. You know, um, not from a south. Well, yeah, I mean, for some from a salvation standpoint, for some just from a you know. Have I submitted to the Holy Spirit? Yeah, no because standpoint. the question is this. If if you if you will acknowledge that we exist, mm -hmm. will acknowledge that there is good and bad, even if, if if you don't believe in God, well, you would I would assume that you would believe that there's like justice. So hmm. we 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 will have to kind of unravel that. Like, why do you believe that there is justice? Why do you believe that there's an unjust way of handling things? Why do you believe that, you know, uh, stealing someone's purse is wrong? Where did you get that instinct to think that that is wrong from? All that kind of stuff. But right. I was going to just say, like, um, if if you say that you believe in God, can you say that you are trying to do his will? Yeah. And if you don't know that question, you should ask yourself, you know, well, what is his will? Mm -hmm. And the Bible reveals that stuff. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, I think that's a great question right there. What is the will of God? That's my bad brother. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, go ahead, man. Uh, I was, I was, <laughs> the topic. I, was, I like that question. I'm just talking. Yeah. Jeez, jeez. That that's a that's in, that's in the Bible. There's a there's it a is. clear answer for that. <laughs> mm -hmm. It is. I'm about to tell you it too. It's one of the answers. Are oh, you gonna tell us now? Yep. No, no, no. Don't tell us now. <laughs> you want to leave the people hanging on the, the next board? episode? Hey, we need some. We need some cliffhangers. That like episode two. <laughs> you got. You got to have a cliffhanger now, man. You watching okay. these series on TV? That's how they keep people coming back. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, a great point. You know. Hey, you want to know the? You want to know? Come back. <laughs> the next will of God is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh. Tune in. Tune in. I like this. Actually, very good. I like that. If you want to um, wrap up with anything though, as far as like we shared a lot. Um, knowledge and all that stuff is there anything maybe like things to take away or mm -hmm. i don't want to be corny and say applications necessarily but 
what are y'all thinking as far as wrapping this up? I think I think people, you know what I'm saying? Like like one thing that's becoming um big for me personally is knowing what to do with what you hurt. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? So I, I ain't it's hard. Know, it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's hard, man. But I think having an action item after hearing something or seeing something is is good because you want to know like what does this mean for me personally tomorrow, yeah. today? You know what I'm saying? And, and how do I how do I get started right away? Like mm-hmm. that's a good thing to have. So I, I definitely like the concept of applications, yo. Yeah, I, I think where I was going even when I was just uh bringing that up was mm-hmm. kind of like an application. Like if you okay. are I mean, we have, we have said in the past that we do this show for believers, so that's I really can't address it any other way but to a believer. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, when we're going about our day-to-day lives, I think an action item is like when we face various, um, I won't even say trials, but just our, our daily decisions. Like we can ask ourselves like, okay, what is God's will in this? You know, and I would, you know, be asking questions like what is the right thing to do? Yeah. Sometimes that isn't going to necessarily give us pleasure at the time, but you right. know, it, it's the right thing to do. So we should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that is like, for me, at least a huge action item. Like, all right, because I, 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 t- I told y'all, like I've been on edge this past week mm-hmm. just because of like yeah. dealing with people, dealing with um family, dealing with stuff. Like, mm-hmm. and I know that I'd be wanting to blow up at people for sometimes just the smallest stuff. And when I sit back and sit, just my spirit is like you know well what does god want you to do what does the scripture reveal in this instance and sometimes it'll literally be scriptures that speak directly to what i'm feeling or going through and it's like specific instruction like be at peace with all people oh okay right like paul says that it's like he's like if at all possible be at peace with all people so you know just stuff like that helps me personally it's like what should i what is god's will in this situation yeah and go from there i was just uh thinking of a question that i could ask myself and i guess share for anybody else needing something is i'm like what is good what is good for me today lord Mm. something that simple Mm. and just see what happens wow i might not like the answer to that probably most days (laughs) because what i think is good and what god thinks is good is usually different yeah yeah that's because it may be something you're totally like not even uncomfortable with, but, but like you just don't want to do like yeah. uh, today was good for you. It's like, I don't want you watching TV tonight. I want you to read. Exactly. This, this, this. Like, exactly. Oh, shoot. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Dang, man. <laughs> you got me thinking like, like just to build on that last question, like who decided that that was good, you know, like as a right. follow up. Like, right. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? Who decided that what I say is good is good. Mm. Was it me, <laughs> myself, I, or God? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then read That's Ephesians right. chapter two. Yeah. And <laughs> Romans six. Yeah. And Second Corinthians four. Yeah. Yeah. Homework. Hey, you just made me think though, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like who is deciding what is good? And yep. I think that's so. So I'm hearing Paul say, walk mm-hmm. by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Yeah. So if we know we're walking by the spirit, it's almost like, well, I don't even have to ask myself that. Like, you know, like True. when Paul is like, you know, my conscience is clear. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I don't, I don't have any, any, basically how, I don't know. I got to find that scripture, but how I read it is he's like, 
I know I'm a sinner, but there's nothing that I've done that like right, I, not this situation. Yeah, like I can go to sleep <laughs> at night and I know that That's like real. I've I've put out for God. Basically. That's awesome, yeah. man. You That's know, awesome. like and what I've done has been good for the kingdom. And he's yeah. like he's like, if there's other stuff, then you know, God knows it. But my conscience is clear. I'm like what yeah that's amazing you gotta that's so you gotta walk real close to, to the lord to <laughs> say yeah, that yeah with a straight face yeah you do you do but it, it makes me like that you saying that reminds me of that scripture that's like acknowledge me in all your ways and i'll make your path straight mm. right so like, you know imagine if because it's almost like a like part of this right is is part of this walk is like trying to submit yourself to such an extent amen you know, where you are like God, what? What yeah. do I do? How do I do it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who do I need to talk to? Yada, yada, yada. Give me the words. What are the words? You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, because when Paul says what he says, you know, like what y'all just said, like, it, like Paul must have been at the point where he's like, you know, like, God, like, you show me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if, if that's if that's the way you approach things, then how could you, how could you have, you know, things on your conscience? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You would never be in a position to if you say, hey, God, what do I do? Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it's good stuff, man. Yeah, great stuff. Glad to be back. Yeah, Glad yeah. to be back. Likewise, likewise. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I love about this podcast real quick? <laughs> I know we're trying to wrap it up. Like, please wrap it up. We try. But it's, it's like, it's like uh, yeah, sorry. If you're listening, my bad. You know, but like, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry, not sorry, man. But it's just like, I miss I miss being able to talk about things like this, yeah. You know, without like the pressure of trying to you know teach, the pressure of trying to you know what I'm saying like like uh yeah. like like do do anything specific. It's just like no, this is a casual you know organic conversation about God, you know. Yeah. And like like I just I miss having that. Me too. You know what I'm saying yeah. so. You know, man. I, when you say I'm glad to be back, bro, I'm. I, I right. my sentiments exactly like I'm, I'm <laughs> excited to be back. Unanimous, it's unanimous. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, yeah, and we hope you guys enjoyed listening too. <laughs> right yeah. at the end, we hope y'all we enjoyed hope, ourselves. We hope you did. Yeah, hope you like our conversation. <laughs> right. <laughs> but now on that note, man, if you if you are listening and you have like feedback or you want to chime in to the convo, yeah, you know, questions, all that stuff. Yeah, we'll have we'll have some post up this week, you know what I'm saying? Or you could you could DM us, but you know, comment, mm-hmm. like, subscribe, all that kind of stuff, <laughs> man. Get it, get engaged with us, you yeah. know, and because we we would love to hear from you guys, man. It'd be awesome. Yeah, I got to figure out how to post the episodes. I forgot. <laughs> Hopefully, y'all can hear this. <laughs> <laughs> if hearing this, this is great. We right. Did yeah. We did it. All right, gang. Well, until next time. Holla, holla. <laughs> <laughs> Later. <laughs>